Real quick, I want to tell you about a free webinar I'm hosting on April 25th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time called Repurposing Content for Your Podcast. Depending on the guru of the day, you need a podcast, you need to be on TikTok, you need to be posting on LinkedIn, and don't forget your own blog and newsletter. And this can lead to burnout fast. But I'm here to tell you a better way. By repurposing content, there's a reason I'm able to publish three podcast episodes per week, three newsletters, and post on LinkedIn almost daily. So in this free 60-minute webinar, you will learn how to capture content ideas as easily as possible, how to build your own content flywheel from content you've already created, how to keep track of everything, and how to create a two-way street where you're repurposing for and from your podcast. Sign up for free today at profitablepodcaster.fm slash repurpose. If you are struggling to create content, you need this webinar. Again, that URL is profitablepodcaster.fm slash repurpose. Sponsorship is the main monetization goal for a lot of podcasters, but there are often some misconceptions around how sponsorship actually happens. You might think that you don't have enough downloads to get sponsors or that once you do get enough downloads, sponsors will magically start reaching out to you. You might assume that you need an in with a company to get a brand deal at all. I'm here to tell you that you don't need a ton of downloads, that brands will not just reach out to you and that you don't need an in. One of my first sponsors, Hover.com, was a pure cold outreach that ended up being a $5,000 deal when all was said and done. Just starting out, I was pumped, and I didn't have a ton of downloads, and I didn't have an in. So how do you find potential sponsors for your podcast? That's what we'll talk about in today's episode. Hello and welcome to Make Money Podcasting, where I teach you how to make your first $10,000 with your podcast. On this show, you'll learn tried and true methods to increase your revenue and turn your podcast from a money pit into a money maker. Hi, I'm your host, Joe Casabona, and my podcasts have been making money from day one without a lot of downloads. I'll share everything I know with you here on Make Money Podcasting, presented by Podcast Liftoff and Nexus. So, how do you find sponsors for your podcast? We'll look at three tried and true methods, and this is going to be in the order that I recommend you try them. First is tapping your network. Second is tools and products you're already using. And three is sponsors of similar podcasts. And let me just say right off the bat that this is going to be much more effective once you define your mission statement. And once you have some content that demonstrates you are able to reach the brand's target audience, even if you're not reaching them today. So if you need a little bit of guidance on your mission statement, check out episode six. That's over at makemoneypod.com slash zero zero six. And you can find any show notes and resources for today's episode over at makemoneypod.com slash zero zero seven. 
Okay, so let's dive into this. Number one, tapping your network. Maybe you've heard the old adage from getting investments or getting funding for your business, right? It's that first you should look at friends, family, and fools before you start looking at angel investments or venture capital. And that's because these are the people who trust you the most, who presumably will be the lowest stakes. And so I recommend doing the same thing. While I would never call any of my sponsors fools, you want to look at friends and family and people inside your network. These are people, like I said, who trust what you're doing already. And so you don't necessarily need to demonstrate that you have a lot of downloads today or that you have a huge reach today. You've built in public or you've established trust with these people in some other way. When I started my How I Built It podcast, I was fully focused on the WordPress space where I already had a bunch of contacts. So finding sponsors was pretty easy for me because I already had the relationships and I knew that these folks had some budget to spare. And again, this is important, right? I knew I was focused on specifically WordPress development businesses. And I had an idea of which companies in the WordPress space that I had a connection with would be willing to support this content. So if you're going to take this route, reach out to people in your network who align with your show's audience. And it's easiest to do this if you've started a podcast in a niche you're already a part of. So if you're starting from scratch, new niche, new audience, uh, new connections and new network, this is going to be really hard for you, right? Because, uh, for example, I moved from the WordPress space to the creator space and, and specifically like speakers, authors, coaches. I don't have a lot of contacts there yet, or I definitely don't have as many contacts as I did in the WordPress space. So reaching out to potential sponsors of a brand new project uh, project is a little bit harder for me to do here. But like I said, in the WordPress space, I was well-established and well-known. People trusted what I did. And so if I asked for money, they were betting on me. And this is actually the case for the presenting sponsor of this show, Nexus. I have a personal relationship with them. And I told them I was starting this show and who the target audience was, and they trust what I do. And they thought that this audience would be a good fit for one of their products, a product that you're going to hear about in a second, actually. So when you take this approach, I'm not telling you to actually go to like your mom or your dad and say, hey, give me money to sponsor my podcast. Uh, Or I'm not saying like go to your friend who has a business in a completely unrelated space, though I've had a couple of friends do that just to support the show. What I'm saying is you, you likely, unless this is your first day in your niche or in your show's niche, 
unless it's your first day in your show's niche, you probably have a network of people that you can reach out to. And you could say, hey, look, I'm starting this new project. Here's where I am. Here's the mission statement and the audience. I'm looking for a supporter and a partner in this. I was wondering if you'd be willing to sponsor. Or if you're already launched, right? Show them the episodes and say, hey, I'm getting modest downloads right now, but I'm reaching these people. I'm building my mailing list and more people are sharing the show and it's people that I believe you're also targeting or you're also going after. So if you want to support what I'm doing and reach this audience... I think you should sponsor my podcast. So that's number one. Tap your network. Reach out to the people that you know personally, who trust what you're doing, who understand your work, and see how well that goes. And uh, one more thing here. You might actually get some constructive feedback, right? And, And maybe they'll say, hey, we can't sponsor right now, but reach out in a couple of months. Uh, or or they'll say, you know, we're really looking to target these people or work on this type of content. That's the other big benefit of working with someone you have a, a connection with is that instead of just doing like a straight up rejection, they might be more willing to work with you on something that's more mutually beneficial. So that's also something that uh, you should keep in mind when you're reaching out to people in your network. So there you go. Number one, tap your network, reach out to friends, family, and other friends, not fools. Uh, And we'll look at the other two after a word from our sponsor. This and every episode of Make Money Podcasting is brought to you by Store Builder from Nexus. As a podcaster, you might be wondering what's the best way for me to implement some of the things that we talk about on this show. How can I easily make money with my own website? And when it comes to setting up an e-commerce site, you kind of have the choice between an easy but limited platform or a limitless platform that you need to manage yourself taking precious time away from your podcast. Until now, StoreBuilder is e-commerce made easy for everybody. It saves you time and delivers a storefront that lets you get to business. As someone who has set up multiple e-commerce sites, I can tell you that StoreBuilder has been a much easier experience than anything else I've tried. Answer a few questions, add your content, and sell. StoreBuilder was created and is supported by the e-commerce experts at Nexus. I host all of my important sites, including the membership for my own podcast and this podcast at Nexus. Get the speed, security, and support you need when you need it. Whether you're selling podcast merch, offering a supplementary course, or you have a membership or subscription, Are you ready to monetize your podcast the way you want to? Head on over to makemoneypod.com slash storebuilder, all one word, 
to try it for free for 30 days. That's makemoneypod.com slash storebuilder. Thanks so much to Storebuilder and Nexus for sponsoring this and every episode of Make Money Podcasting. All right, so let's move on to the second way that you can find sponsors. And that's by using tools, products, or services you're already using. So if there's a product you love and you're in a position to recommend it to your listeners, it's worth asking the company to partner up with you. And I should say that, I mean, this only works if it's a tool within the same niche as your podcast, right? So if you are a graphic designer who uses Figma all the time, but your podcast is is a Disney fan podcast or a Star Wars fan podcast, then you're probably not recommending Figma to your Star Wars podcast listeners. But, you know, if you are like I am, if you're a podcaster who targets creators and other podcasters, uh, then a good fit might be Riverside, right? And they've they've sponsored my main show for that reason. So... Uh, if there is a product that you love, um, it's worth reaching out to the company and asking to partner with you. Uh, and don't start off with, I love your product, right? That's like great. Um, it's not the best way to start a pitch. I made that mistake a lot early on and also later on. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I get, especially if, if, um, later on when they started reaching out to me, like I got, I just got excited, but don't start out with, I love your product, reach out and explain to them that your podcast reaches the same audience that they're trying to reach. And that because you use their product, you can recommend it from a very personal kind of heartfelt way. Talk about your experience using the product and maybe even point to a time where you talked about it on your show. This helps reinforce that you're willing to recommend it. And again, this is another misconception that I had when I first started that if I talk about a company or a product for free, that they'd have no reason to sponsor my show. But doing it for free won't hurt. The brand has campaign goals. They have talking points. They have specific dates that they want a campaign to run. And that's what they're paying for. Not a single offhanded shout out buried in some other episode. So think about that as well. Think about the tools that you use that cater to the same audience that your show caters to. And reach out and say, hey, I was wondering if you've ever tried sponsoring podcasts. My podcast reaches the same audience that you're trying to reach. I use your product. Here's a way I've used it recently. Here's a time I recommended it on my show. Are you willing to partner up for a, a, a campaign where you sponsor the show? So that's number two. Tools, products, services that you're using, again, that have good brand alignment and good kind of target audience alignment. The third way, and the final one that we'll talk about here, is look for sponsors of similar podcasts. This is definitely the one I recommend. I don't recommend the most. I guess I recommend the least. Um, because this is... This can be risky, right? Because 
if you you probably hear like Squarespace or Casper on a bunch of podcasts. And so you might be like, oh, well, they sponsor podcasts. Let's, let me reach out to them. I've made this mistake myself. But they are looking for the biggest podcasts. They are a general purpose product that has a wide reach. And so they're looking to sponsor huge podcasts where they'll definitely get a return on their multi thousand or even multi-million dollar investment Uh, so they are not they're probably not going to pay you a couple hundred bucks uh, for you know maybe a thousand downloads because they understand that they probably won't get any purchases from that so that could be risky but that said here's what i would do Here's what I did do. Listen to your podcasts or listen to podcasts like your own and take note of who sponsors the show. When I say like your own, I mean in the same category that talk about the same subject matter, but also seem to be around the same size, right? Don't look at the top 10 tech podcasts in uh, in Apple podcasts or in Spotify, unless you're in the top 10. But if you're in the top 10, you're probably not listening to this. Uh, so... Don't look at the big shows, right? Maybe go to Apple Podcasts and look at the shows that they recommend are like yours. Or go to to, uh, Good Pods or Listen Notes and they'll list similar podcasts to yours. And listen and see if people are sponsoring those shows. It's easier to kick off this conversation when you know the company is already open to podcast sponsorship, right? Because then you don't have to convince them to try podcast sponsorship. Uh, You just need to convince them to also sponsor your show. Uh, And like I said, beware, because if if the show you listen to is big, they'll likely want to pay what's called a specific CPM or cost per milli. I can't remember if I've talked about that on this show or not, but it's basically they want to pay a certain amount of money per thousand downloads you have. So if the CPM is $20, then for every thousand downloads, they give you $20 and that's about, and that's about industry average right now. Um, but that also means like if you get a hundred downloads per episode, they're going to give you two bucks. So that's not, not really worth it. Right. Um, so just, just be aware of that. Uh, and bigger sponsors will also have certain expectations, right? I had a sponsor one time, they've sponsored a lot of big podcasts And they reached out to me to do a a run for my podcast. And their insertion order was pretty rock solid. And I decided to go with them because I wanted to use their logo on my slide deck, right? For my sponsor deck. So they paid me CPM based on what I told them my average downloads were, which which at the time was around 6,000 or 7,000. This was like really at the height of my web development uh, era of of guests right now i'm doing a little bit of a pivot downloads are down a little bit um but i think the content is a lot better anyway uh so they agreed to pay me about a hundred dollars less than what i usually charge and again i wanted that they also wanted to do three episodes uh not my minimum four and they wanted these specific dates 
and I agreed to all of that. I gave away the boat, basically. Um, and so, so they also had a clause in their contract that said, if I don't come within 10% of the downloads numbers, so in this case, if I said 6,000, uh, if I didn't make it to 5,400, I'd have to do a make good episode, uh, which means that I'd have to do another episode for free within, I think, within some time frame. Uh, and then finally, they they wanted to change their ad. They had a very specific script. And each month they wanted me to do a specific script. But the problem is, and I told them this multiple times, uh, I don't do live reads during my interviews. Some of my interviews are recorded well in advance. And then my my episodes are usually scheduled about a month in advance. So by the time they're emailing me telling me to use this campaign, that show, the 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 show coming out that month has already been scheduled for a few weeks. So it was a big problem. I think they paid me for one of the three episodes. And I said, you know what? Instead of just doing a make good, just don't pay me for the other two ads that ran. And uh, and we called it a day. So I'm telling you this because while this approach could work from a kind of market research standpoint, you know that people want to sponsor. Uh, those people sponsor podcasts. Make sure it, it truly is a good fit as far as subject matter and size of your podcast. Uh, so for this approach, compliment them, thank them for supporting podcasts, ask them if they've considered uh, sponsoring podcasts of your size, let them know why you think they'd be a good fit, and then, again, maybe point to a time where you've already talked about them. Uh, and if you haven't talked about them yet, do it on your next episode, right? Uh, mention them and, and why this might be a good fit. And, uh, and then point them to that episode. So, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a long game. Sponsorship is a long game. You're not going to reach out to a company on Monday and have a check by Wednesday. Um, but you want to start planting seeds as soon as possible. So um, there you go. The three ways, the three, the, maybe the f- three first ways I'd recommend trying to find sponsors for your podcast. One, tap your network. Two, Look at tools, products, and services you're already using. And three, look at companies that are sponsoring similar podcasts. But that's it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Make Money Podcasting, presented by Podcast Liftoff and Nexus. For all of the show notes and a small write-up and to subscribe, head over to makemoneypod.com slash zero zero seven. You'll also be able to share it with a friend if you go over there. So uh, that would also be deeply appreciated. Again, that's makemoneypod.com slash 007. Thanks so much to our sponsor, Nexus. Until next time, I'm Joe Casabona, and I can't wait to see what you make. Hey, before you go, I want to tell you about a free resource I have called my 
podcast process templates. They are a set of Notion documents that give you a full podcast planner, a show planner, and even some AI prompts to help you get the creative juices flowing. You obviously want to improve your podcast workflows and save time. And these templates will give you a basis for all of your other processes. Through my Notion and Airtable templates, I am able to automate a number of things as well as stay organized so that I am using my podcasting time more efficiently. If you want to get your hands on these templates completely for free, you can head over to podcastworkflows.com slash templates. That's podcastworkflows.com slash templates to get your free podcast process templates today.